Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jeff Danger Radio. I'm your host, uh, Jeff Danger. Um, so uh, there's a few things in the news I wanted to talk about. Um, there's uh, the curious case of Debbie Washerman Schultz. So what? Uh, Debbie Washerman Schultz has been um, kind of the uh, poster child for the uh, swap, the swamp in Washington D.C. She's probably the greatest. Uh, the greatest swamp mo- monster of the swamp. Uh, she's the largest representation of swampiness in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, one thing about that I've discovered, um, just learning about the news and learning about um, Washington, D.C., being a native of the D.C. area my whole life, whatever is in the news about any of these politicians, um, we're talking corruption, um, strange disappearances, um, you know, the, the, uh, the Seth Rich thing is, is another, um, whenever there's a news story, it, it really usually just scratches the surface. So, um, Debbie Washerman Schultz has become involved with a couple of Pakistani nationals who are um, playing some kind of role as IT uh, IT support. Um, so they're called the Awan Brothers. Um, they've been arrested for bank fraud for taking out a um, two hundred and two hundred and some odd thousand dollar loan uh, from the um, from from the congressional whatever bank. It's like Congress has its own. The bank is called the uh, Congressional Federal Credit Union. Uh, It's used by Congress and its um, staffers. So, uh, Awan, who's uh, Debbie Washerman Schultz's IT person, uh, IT man, was arrested uh, on his on his way to Pakistan, he was trying to leave uh, Dulles Airport this week. I'm um, trying to leave for Pakistan. The FBI and the Capitol Police arrested him for quote unquote bank fraud. He was he was uh, loaned one hundred sixty five thousand dollars by the Congressional Federal Credit Union. It was part of a uh, two hundred eighty thousand um, dollar transfer that Awan was um, wiring from Capitol Hill. Um, to me, and I think to a lot of people um, that are following the case, it seems like the the bank fraud allegation is uh, is just a way to keep him from leaving the country. Um, Awan is involved in a lot of stuff. He um, he has had access to classified materials. Um, Debbie Washerman Schultz was on um, all over YouTube berating the Capitol Police for having um, for having her laptop, which was part of this investigation. Uh, Awan, who has been employed until this week by Debbie Washerman Schultz has been in, under investigation since February, and Debbie Washerman Schultz decided to keep her on the staff. Now, the Awan brothers have been paid 
uh, over $4 million um, from Congress, from the taxpayers' money, um, for a, a job that it seems that they either um, did not always show up for or, um, you know, came into the office once in a while. Um, so something's, there is something to see here. And if you remember, Debbie Washerman Schultz was the head of the DNC. She's still a congresswoman from Florida. She's still in Congress. She still has access to congressional um, congre congressional monies, and she's um, been using it as part of something. And I don't know what it is. There's a um, there's a there's a tweet um, by Roger Stone, who is a Trump advisor, and and Trump. And Roger Stone is a, a friend of um, of Infowars and Alex Jones and all that. And he, he sends a tweet out and it says, uh, the day before, the, I'm sorry, the evening that Seth Rich was murdered, he was seen with one of the Awan brothers at a bar. And then there's this, I don't know if, I don't really believe that to be true because... There's kind of been this, this, um, this story going around that, um, you know, there's some c connection, which there may be a connection between Awan and Rich, but um, there's there's like this picture that was that was posted onto 4chan and um, has been kind of circulating the interwebs, and it shows um, somebody with Seth Rich, and it's like they're like at a bar, but uh, if you if you look onto um, Seth Rich's Facebook page, which is still up, um, you'll see the same picture, and it's actually um, just one of Seth Rich's friends. So there's a lot of stuff going around about Seth Rich and the Awan character, but this Awan character is is real, and he has been arrested by the FBI, and he um, and we don't know why. Um, we know, and I have a clip of. Uh, of Debbie Washburn Schultz getting a little nasty with the Capitol Hill police, and I'll just have the uh, my producer run that. I'd like to know how Capitol Police handle um, equipment that belongs to a member or a staffer that's been lost within the Capitol complex and found or recovered by one of your officers. What happens? Sure. Well, it's processed on, a, on, a, on a, what's called a PD-81, which is a which is a, a, a property record. And depending on the property, depending on how it's, if you can legitimately uh, determine ownership, then uh, it's generally turned back over to the, to the owner of the property. If there's, if, if it's part of uh, of an ongoing case, then there are other things that have to occur for that to happen. So if a member says that they have equipment that's been lost and you find it, it would be returned to the member? In a general sense, yes. Okay. Has, you have to identify, you have to be able to positively identify the property and be able to establish ownership. Right. And, and if ownership is established? If it's part of an ongoing case, then there are additional things that need to be done. But if the member owns the equipment and there is no ongoing case related to that member, then the equipment is supposed to be returned. Right. In, 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 in a general sense, yes. If no, I mean in a specific sense. If the member loses the equipment, says they lose the equipment, and it is found by the Capitol Police, it is supposed to be returned. If ownership has been established, right. it will be returned. 
if it's subject uh, to an ongoing investigation, there are additional things okay. that need to be turned But over. not an ongoing investigation related to the member. If the equipment belongs to the member, it has been lost. They say it's been lost and it's been identified as that member's, and the Capitol Police is supposed to return it. Correct? Well, it's not a, I can't give a yes or no answer on that because I know. It's a simple yes or no answer. Well. If you lose, if, if, if a member. If you lose, if if I, if a member loses the equipment yes, and it is found by the Capitol Police or your staff, and it is identified as that member member's equipment, and the member is not associated with any case, and that is their equipment, it is supposed to be returned. Yes or no? Depends on the circumstances, uh, and if the circumstances. I, are I I don't understand how that's possible. Members' equipment is members' equipment. It is not. It is not. It, under my understanding, the Capitol Police is not able to confiscate member's equipment when the member is not under investigation. It is their equipment, and it's supposed to be returned. Well, I think there's extenuating circumstances in this case, and I think, I think that, you know, working through my counsel and, um, you know, the necessary personnel, if, if that, in fact, is the case, and with the permission of, through the investigation, we will return the equipment. But until that's accomplished, I can't return the equipment. I think you're violating the rules when you when you conduct your business that way, and should expect that there would be consequences. Okay, so uh, Debbie uh, Washman Schultz, Congresswoman from Florida, and Fire DNC Chair gets a little cunty with the uh, Capitol Hill Police Chief because um, her her laptop, her quote unquote stolen laptop, was found in the Rayburn House office building as part of a cache of electronics that um, Awan was uh, stowing away. And now the Capitol Police have that, have that laptop in custody and they're trying to um, get information from it. And Debbie Washerman Schultz is uh, freaking out. And I don't know what's on it. And um, it could be the... Um, it could be the menu at the Bilderberg meeting. It could be, um, you know, it could it could contain the could contain the ingredients to um, what's in all those chemtrails. We don't know. <laughs> I'm only kidding about the chemtrails. That was just a, a lighthearted joke. Now another um, Imram. Um, uh, Alvi Imran was um, detained at the uh, Dulles Airport um, by Capitol Police and um, by the F FBI. Now, Alvi Imran um, was uh, was subsequently allowed to leave the country. Um, uh, was discovered that uh, Alvi was carrying uh, over ten thousand dollars in cash, but was allowed to leave anyways. And this, all of this. Um, just gets more and more complicated. Okay, so that's the uh, latest on the uh, on what's going on with this uh, IT person that uh, Debbie Washerman Schultz has hired and has kept on her payroll even four months after uh, he was in investigation and she's trying to get her laptop back and it all looks really sketchy and weird and um, and there's a story running um, about Seth Rich um, about the Seth Rich, the effort to find who murdered Seth Rich. It's not really 
um, the investigators. There's a homicide detective who was hired by a Fox News contributor um, who claims that he was misquoted by Fox News, and he's, he's, he's trying to get $20 million from Fox News. And if you go on uh, Google and you search the facts around Seth Rich's murder or Seth Rich's murder, the only thing that will come up is it's about 30 links as you scroll down the page about, about this, this um, lawsuit that the homicide detective is, is, waging against, um, is waging against Fox News. The Seth Rich thing is weird, and it, and, and it looks weird because Seth Rich was robbed um, a couple weeks before this huge DNC uh, leak was released by WikiLeaks. Um, and we just have, we just have, um, you know, a, a, a clip of uh, Julian Assange who added tons of fuel to the, tons of fuel to the fire, and we have a clip of him. And by the way, this was a while ago, it's old news, but I just wanted to kind of, um, if you're, uh, if you're out there and you're a liberal and you believed, um, and you believed um, that the uh, that the attacks in Benghazi were about a video, and you're not skeptical. Um, here's kind of something that's that's a bit that's a bit strange about um, the Seth Rich case. Now this is Julian Assange, and I believe he was speaking from his. His Ecuadorian hideout, his Ecuadorian hideout in the um, in the middle of socialist London. Has had a disastrous few weeks. If you look at the polls, he needs a miracle. Um, in the American political lexicon, there's such a thing as the October surprise. The stuff that you're sitting on is sorry. And this is a um, this is a European newscaster. Um, what he was just talking about there was about how uh, how the Donald was going to lose, which he did not lose. October surprise in there. We Do you even know what you're sitting on? WikiLeaks never sits on material. Uh, whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a 27-year-old, uh, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago uh, for un unknown reasons as he was walking down the street in Washington. So That was, that was just a robbery, I believe, wasn't it? No, it's, there's no finding. So, uh, what are you suggesting? Of, what are you suggesting? Well, I'm suggesting that our sources uh, take risks and they, are, they become concerned uh, to see things occurring uh, like that. But was he one uh, of your sources then? I mean, we don't comment on who our sources but are. Why but make the suggestion about a young guy being shot in the streets of Washington? Because the, we have to understand uh, how high the stakes are uh, in the United States and that our sources are, you know, our sources face serious risks. Uh, that's why they come to us so we can protect uh, their anonymity. Uh, but it's quite something and, to suggest a murder. That's basically what you're doing. Well, that others have have suggested 
that uh, we are investigating to understand uh, what happened uh, in that situation with Seth Rich. I think it is uh, a concerning situation. I, there's not a conclusion yet. We wouldn't be willing to um, state a conclusion, but we are concerned about it. And more importantly, um, a variety of WikiLeaks sources are concerned when that kind of thing happens. Donald. Now, there's an investigation into um, Russian hacking in the United States uh, presidential election, but the real story should be DNC hacking of a DNC hacking of its own primaries. DNC uh, colluded with Hillary Clinton to gain the nomination and basically defrauded Bernie Sanders voters. Um, and there's been speculation that Seth Rich was a, a Bernie supporter and uh, not a Hillary Clinton um, loyalist. Um, but what Julian Assange does did there is he said that um, that Seth Rich may or may not be one of my sources, and it's dangerous for sources. And Seth Rich was shot um, twice twice in the back. No money was taken taken from him. Um, he left a he left a bar at one thirty in the morning, and it took him three hours to get outside of his apartment. And he was uh, he was murdered there, and um, two weeks later there was a tremendous uh, leak, um, which was a consequence of a spear phishing attack on uh, John Podesta. Uh, so Podesta had to relinquish password uh, information. I think the password that Podesta had was like password, or it was a really it was a really easy password, but he relinquished it to a, um, a quote-unquote hacker, but it wasn't really a, a hacking operation. It was a social engineering operation. It's something that um, you or I would be sophisticated enough to, um, to do. After uh, You don't have to be a, an expert in, um, in uh, programming. So... Um, this whole thing around the DNC and Washerman Schultz, it gets more and more interesting and weirder and weirder. And um, I think the whole Russian thing is like a, like the whole Rus Russian investigation is just to, um, just trying to cover up all the swamp, mon swamp bullshit that's going on underneath the surface. And uh, a lot of it is poking its head out with this, with these Imran brothers and, um, you know, the, the things that we know about what occurred in the uh, 2016 election are worse than the assumptions than the, that the Democrats are making about Trump and Russia. The assumption is that uh, Putin helped Trump get elected and that this is the assumption that Trump and Putin were, were friendly about it and um, that their, the campaign had some contact with the Kremlin if Putin wanted to get Trump elected, he would not talk to Trump. He would just release data to WikiLeaks. But as I said before, it wasn't it wasn't a hacking operation. It was a phishing operation, and that means like somebody sends you an email and says, um, you know, input your bank, input your bank um, 
bank account information to this little box and hit send. I mean, I think it was more sophisticated than that, and they had a lot of information on Podesta to know, you know, what emails would look like trusted emails. But at the same, you know, at the same time, it was not like the DNC, you know, the DNC servers, which might be located in Hillary Clinton's bathroom or not, they, you know, they might not be located there. It's not like they were cracked open by some elite Russian hacker. So it is so stinky. It is so stinky, and the swamp monsters are all covering for themselves. Um, Republican and Democrat alike. Uh, Donald Trump is the um, elephant in the room. He's, he's smashing all the China. And um, and everybody is freaking out. And um, we have uh, at least one body, and we have at least one body, and we have um, one arrest for quote unquote uh, bank fraud charges. And um, and the special investigator is still investigating a. Um, a hoax. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Jeff Danger Radio. Uh, please like my video even if you don't like it. And um, please subscribe to my channel. Um, and uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll, again, I want to thank you guys for listening. And, um, and I'll see you next time.